Mamma Mia, the Trek boys are back. Oh, cowabunga, dudes. <laughs> Maybe we should start over. Uh, I'm nah, Jeff. It's too late. I'm Josh. And this is M-Class Podcast, the Star Trek watch club with a heart of gold. Heart of latinum, bro. Heart of gold press latinum. And we're here to walk you through the Star Trek experience, one collection of episodes at a time. Not the thing in Las Vegas. We're not in Las Vegas. Oh, there's right a now. Star Trek experience in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's what. Well, there used to be. I don't, I don't oh. have to say more. I don't know either. We'll have to send that over to our research department to find out. Yeah, research department, get on that. And it just cuts to a trash can full of the requests. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a printer printing out into a trash can. <laughs> It's falling into the trash can. It's just it's like full. It's like fucking completely full. It's just <laughs> falling into the floor off the top of it hitting, now. Yeah, it's just hitting the other ones and falling down. Yep. Uh, we are balls deep into Rich Masters. <laughs> into Rich Masters' uh, Shipwreck with Your Boys collection. And through the magic of Rich's twisted fucking mind, we have jumped back a season. Yeah. From our last episode, we're going to be talking about Deep Space Nine, Season 3, Episode 7, Civil Defense. We just got done talking to Rich, uh, and we lambasted him for yes, this. We we did baste him. Yeah, we master-basted on him. <laughs> Masters-baited? Nice. How many That's ways can I twist his name into something fucked up? Dick Dastards. Bitch Bastards. I'm kidding, Rich. Rich. Craster. Oh, God. How dare you call him that? <laughs> Craster? I stayed in a Craster once. I don't know what a Craster is. It was like an apartment above a garage. <laughs> that's what that's called? Uh, I thought that was well, called a divorced dad house. <laughs> I was on vacation, uh, and every uh, it was in like a mansion. <laughs> this wow. is a true story. Yeah. So I went with like Zane's family and and Zane and her husband, and I I was like I'm taking that, and it was the fucking apartment thingy above the garage, and it was awesome, man. Yeah, that like, sounds was, like it would pretty much rule. It had its like own bathroom. It was fucking. It was awesome. It's like a little apartment, basically. Yeah, but I I couldn't walk like up the, or down the steps at night because I was so wasted. <laughs> So I slept at the bottom. I kind of just like laid down for a while at the bottom of the steps, <laughs> like a homeless guy. Yeah. Uh, this is a Star Trek podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was at one point. <laughs> this episode was uh, written by Mike Crone. Mike Roch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike Crone wrote this. Um, but it, it's due to other commitments, he didn't have time to finish the final draft, and it went through so many fucking revisions that everyone on the writing staff of Deep Space Nine had something to do with the creation of this episode. Man, you can hardly tell. No. <laughs> it's so seamless. It's such a well-put-together story where lots of ups and downs happen. Mike Hunt... Uh, created this. <laughs> Mike Crone, uh, he only has one other writing credit ever. And uh, it's a 1995 TV movie of a series I didn't know was real 
uh, McBain's 87th Precinct Lightning was the name of the movie. Wait, how is that real? How, is McBain real? <laughs> I don't, they, I mean, I think McBain was around, like, in The Simpsons before 95. Yeah. It's, it had to, they had to have taken that. They from that. decided that McBain needed to be real, and the only one who could write it was the guy who only wrote one other thing ever in his life. Up and at them. <laughs> Better. <laughs> Up and at them. Uh, this episode was directed by Reza Badi, who uh, he did like a ton of fucking television directing. As as you figure, for everyone who directs an episode of Star Trek. He did he do any of the McBain series? No, unfortunately, but he did do Jake and the Fat Man. Oh, he's in then. I I love Jake and the Fat Man. Uh Mission Impossible, Manix, 6 million dollar man, Rockford Files, Hawaii 50, Incredible Hulk, Baywatch and Slider. Slider. Um, he also did a bunch of the opening title sequences for TV series, including, like, some of the most famous ever. Like, oh, really? the Get Smart opening, where it, like, goes oh, through all the doors. that's a great one. He did the Mary Tyler Moore opening with her, like, going around the city and having a great time throwing her yeah, hat up. throwing her hat. Yep. And, like, all the surfing police action of Hawaii Five-0. <laughs> it's like... Like, makes me feel, like, sick, because that's whenever I would watch it was when I was sick. Yeah, the only time I would ever see Hawaii Five-0 was uh, changing the channel to something yeah. different. I was too tired, to, or I was too tired to, like, find the remote, and I was like, fuck it. Um, so, yeah, Reza Badi was, like, fucking the coolest opening title sequence creator of all time, apparently. I mean, I've heard Reza Badi, Reza Blada, life goes on. <laughs> Sometimes I wish this podcast had a visual component so that people could see my reactions to some of the things you say. <laughs> my jokes are going into the same trash pile as this <laughs> There's another printer on the table yeah. beside it. It says it's labeled Josh's jokes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We, it just keeps panning out to more and more printers. <laughs> Everything we do is just printers. Oh Jesus! I don't uh, even fucking own a printer. No, I do, but I I don't think I've used it for anything except like when I need a document for a doctor in ages. <laughs> and then they yell at you anyway. I go to the doctor and they're like, "Yeah, we don't know." Anyway, have a good day. Okay. <laughs> cool. Hope it goes away. Good thing I went here. Yeah. Hey, my arm hurts in this one place. Oh, it looks like your bone is a little bit out of. Uh, out of the socket. Oh, cool. Could you put it back in? Nah. Nah. <laughs> Have a good that's, day. That's a job for another doctor. Uh, we're just the doctors that tell you stuff. Yeah, we're, uh, oh. we're going to send you to physical therapy for that. Oh, are they going to pop it back in? Nah. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> anyway, back to Star Trek. Yep. Captain Cork is... <laughs> uh, no, on Deep Space Nine... O'Brien and uh, Jake are deleting Cardassian files from the systems. So this is when, like, Jake gets his part-time job, right? Yeah, pretty much. He, he has to go work with O'Brien, which is, like... I, I, I always picture this as, like, uh, 
Cisco being like, I got to man up my boy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Pretty yeah. much. He needs to learn responsibility. Yeah, he needs to go to work with a real man. Which, right? I mean, he probably should have done more of with how Jake ends up as like, yeah, but Jake also like reporter. Jake also like watched his mom die from the Borg. So yeah, like I kind of don't break, even blame man. him. Yeah, he also like, grew six feet in a year. So please give him a break. Yes, yeah, uh, Sir Lofton is like seven foot twelve. Yeah, he's well, there's the a part in this episode boy. where they're like, "Oh, none of us could fit into this," and he's like, "I can," and I'm like, "You're yeah. a foot taller than O'Brien. What are you talking he is about?" Real skinny though. I guess that's true. O'Brien's like, I ate too many potatoes last night. I can't fit in there. Yeah, last night. Yeah. And then I eat too many potatoes every day of my life. I can't fit in there. (laughs) I had 17 baked potatoes at the commissary. My wife tried to give me a salad, and I fucking left her. I fucking laughed in her face and left her. Uh, but Jake is like, hey, oh, Cisco comes in first, and he's like, you toughening up my boy. Yeah, my boy better not turn out gay. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> That's not Cisco, Cisco would at never all. say that. No, he, he would never talk with a southern accent. No. Um, <laughs> but Jake is like, I can't get rid of this file, and O'Brien's like, Oh, you just got to fucking strong arm it, and then a, a security program gets triggered. Yeah, I love how he's like, I'll isolate it and I'll send it to ops and I'll deal with it fucking later. And it's like, what? This like, is his I mean, life. I guess. Yeah, I guess, like, that makes sense in that, like, I guess they didn't assume that it was going to be some booby-trap-ass shit, but, man, Deep Space Nine's crazy, man. Yeah, on a Cardassian space station? That shit can fuck you up. Yeah. Also, it was, like, it was titled, uh, fucking Matchbox 20 Hurt slash, uh, full nude photos, Kat Dennings underscore, uh, Mario 2. (laughs) Dot exe. <laughs> and it was from Kazaa, so you know. You know that's not good. Uh, but O'Brien doesn't have Cardassian access codes, so uh, everything gets locked down around them. And uh, there's a big old alert that's like, a worker revolt is happening in the, <laughs> the deuterium refinery. Yeah. yeah. And everybody in office is like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> fucking... Uh, uh, what's his name? Fucking Ducat. Yeah, Gold Ducat pops <laughs> up after that. He's like, attention Bajoran workers, which is the name of a great Twitter account. <laughs> He's like, attention Bajoran workers, you have eight minutes to end your revolt or else we're going to fucking pump in neurocene gas and kill yeah, you. Yeah, well, we don't know that yet. No. He's just like, you have eight minutes or else. Or right? else. Or else we'll get real spoony on you, is what he says. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Yeah, He's allowed he to say that. That's yeah. fine. Can, we can't, but he can. It's his word. What about if you're singing your favorite Cardassian song? <laughs> what What is your favorite Cardassian song? Uh, spoon me all night long, parentheses, fish juice rules. <laughs> oh god, that's a classic. <laughs> parentheses, let me lick your fish juice. <laughs> Ugh! That's the grossest thing we've ever said. Yeah. If there's a competition, you've won it, regardless. I'm like the, like the, uh, uh, who's really good? Michael Jordan of gross things. <laughs> I I did a triple take at the, um. <laughs> triple take. But, uh, Cisco, uh, Kira calls, uh, Cisco and she's like, hey, what the fuck's happening? He's Dude, like, oh. Kira in this episode is wild. Yeah. 
<laughs> the whole episode, Kira is like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> she's, she's in charge, right? And, like, I don't know. This might be, like, her first time in charge. Because... She's freaking the fuck out about everything. Well, yeah. The uh, I mean, this is my big problem with the episode is that like there's extremely high stakes. Like if they fuck yeah. up, everyone on board is gonna die. But I don't feel that as a watcher, as like no. A, and Kira feels it, but I don't. <laughs> well, you know it's not right, but I, yeah, I mean, this even is when I know it's not. Like I think about um, the episodes. Uh, well, pretty much any TNG episode where the ship's gonna blow up, there's there's some like tension yeah. there. Yeah. Rich, stop talking. I closed it. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. Sorry. My Rich. WhatsApp is like flash, flash. I, I just mine constantly has a one, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. It's probably the thing asking if you want different. You want to like uh, sign up for pornography. Uh, yes. Wouldn't that be cool? Delivered directly to your house, discreetly in a brown package. Come on, black.com. I'm ready. <laughs> I will sponsor the shit out of you. Uh, but she's like, okay, well, we're just going to beam you out. And it doesn't work. It says, meep, meep. <laughs> You need the ac- proper access codes. But then yeah. Odo calls, and apparently he's been listening? Because he's like, I got access codes. I'll use well, it. Well, I, th- I think it played everywhere. Like, because Quark knows. Right? I think every, every yeah, monitor. But how does Odo know about the access codes that they're talking about? Because uh, it says you have to put in your access code. It didn't say that. Fucker. Does does it not? No. I thought it did. It def- or he just assumed, maybe he was like, oh, I know what to do. I think yeah. Odo is constantly listening to what everyone's that, doing. That might be true. <laughs> <laughs> What else does big, he have to do? Big Brodo Fucking, over here. Oh shit! All right, I'm back. He's We're ready. <laughs> Finally, we can start. We the can episode. start the show now. But Odo's like, yeah, I'll need to test out my security codes. It'll take time. He's typing in one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, three, six. Four, six. <laughs> it's gonna take a while. <laughs> but Quark walks in and he's like, uh, what the hell's going on? He, he explains it to him. And he's like, oh, well, I have access codes for clearances up to level seven. Yeah. And Odo's like, mine only goes to level six. What the and fuck? He's like, and he's like, well, maybe we can make an arrangement and I can get you some uh, level seven. Odo's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But, so we get a little bit of Odo and Quark, right? Which yeah. is fun. I always love the Odo-Quark relationship. It gets better, though, like, later. And I guess it has to start somewhere. I mean, at a certain is... point, it gets better. Like, before yeah. Odo goes off the fucking deep end and becomes a character I don't want to see on the screen anymore. Well, he gets some of that hot, squishy pussy. <laughs> he squishy? He fucks the other changeling, and he turns into a complete psychopath. He goes full simp mode. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I'll do anything. Oh, God. Maybe, the, maybe they aren't so bad. They got great vaginas. You know. <laughs> he's got a point. <laughs> you know. Uh, Cisco is like, computer, I'm the leader of the revolt, and we surrender. Smart. And, smart which move, Which is right? surrender, and... Uh, Jake's like, well, I'll fit into the tube. I'm only six foot eight. I can get in there. <laughs> We're like so jumping around. <laughs> no, this is what happens. Well, like, uh, Dakota's like, 
Uh, very good. I'm glad you decided to surrender. Uh, we have to... Well, that happens now... after they decide that they're going to go up the chute hatch. What? That's yeah. it? No. According to memory-alpha.fandom.com. No, that's not right. That's not... I just watched it. It's all right. Uh, I remember it this way, too. Oh, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Is it I who is wrong? Maybe the children Maybe are I believe the children are the ones that are out of touch. I believe the children are our future. <laughs> I disagree. Um, but yeah, he's like, uh, the, I'm going to flood the compartment with nourishing gas in yeah. three minutes. Well, first off, he's like, uh, surrender to Cardassian That's what I'm security. saying. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, okay, whatever. Like, you have, you have like, Three minutes, five minutes, eight minutes to surrender to Cardassian security. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't tell. He doesn't say. I don't think. And they're like, okay, well, we need to climb up this shaft. Who do we have that's mostly shaft shaped? And they're like, oh, Jake, he's a tube. He's tube shaped. And uh, that's when Dukat calls back and he's like, you haven't surrendered to Cardassian security. I'm gonna flood this shit with nourishing gas in three minutes and kill everyone in this bitch. Yeah, I'm kill all you Bajorans. But uh, Jake can't open a door for three minutes. Uh, and then when the three minutes are up, he opens the door and they climb out. Uh, O'Brien is standing in that nursing gas for a really long time while the rest of them climb out. Maybe he can stand. Maybe he just can't breathe it. Although, like, I'm pretty sure if the floor is covered in gas, like, you're probably breathing some of that. Yeah. Right? Well, he's just not breathing. <laughs> Damn, He just dude. turned it off. <laughs> he's like, sometimes I want to die. <laughs> my wife's trying to feed me salad so i want to die now have you talked to keiko lately oh my oh, god jesus christ she wants to go down to bajor she wants to go back to tng she wants to go down to bajor <laughs> she wants to go back to tng <laughs> that would be so funny if he's <laughs> yeah, she wants to go back to tng i mean the enterprise they're uh, not even doing that show anymore it's all movies now they're going to hire Keiko for the movies. <laughs> what is she going to do? Botanize? Bring up a bouquet to someone? <laughs> but uh, the computer detects their escape and starts the level two counterinsurgency program, which locks oh, down God. ops and security, and no one can use their comm badges anymore. This is so Cardassian. This whole fucking yeah. thing is just a Cardassian escape room, like Rich said. It's a fucking it is a full it, like Cisco O'Brien and Jake are definitely in an escape room, like right off yeah. the interstate. Jake's like, uh, what is that candlestick doing? <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just a candlestick. He's like, oh, the doorknob twists down. Hmm. But, uh, and somebody comes over the intercom, uh, that's just broken. It's broken. Oh, that's sorry. not a part of the puzzle. <laughs> uh, but, um, they can't call anybody for help, so they're in the, uh, or receiving area which has like a fucking mine card in it which is really funny yeah. when you think about it for more than a few seconds I, I love that the Cardassians <laughs> were like like there's like a Cardassian like interior decorator and he's like how could we make a, this a, a very <laughs> he's, he's French, French is he? he's French he's from France how can we make this the most uh, slave like for the slaves pretty much like they don't <laughs> use fucking mag lifts they use goddamn yeah. carts like it's, Donkey Kong country yeah. ass mine cards there's like pickaxes and carts and shit. Uh, <laughs> In Deep Space Nine, by the way, which I always thought this was so funny that like 
just in the middle of Deep Space Nine is this fucking industrial ass slave town yeah, right like, like do they just leave it or do they ever turn it into anything or well they say in the beginning they want to turn it into a deuterium refinery yeah which i'm assuming just does its own thing well right? it is the fucking far-flung future you don't really need people to run yeah. slave machines anymore to produce uranium ore yeah you just get holograms to do it because they're not real people uh-oh <laughs> I mean, they're more real than Cardassians, I think. Like, if I had to... <laughs> this is a bad show, man. Look, this if is, you study like the... indoctrination if... program. <laughs> Look, if you study their skulls, all I'm oh, saying... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh-oh. Oh, now we're getting it. It's coming it. back. Yep, yep. But um, <laughs> they're going to use raw uridium ore... To blow a hatch at the end of the room, and it's—I'm jumping ahead for a second, but it is really fucking funny when they blow it, and it's a perfectly round hole. Yeah, it's like <laughs> lightsaber cut hole, and there's just uranium like laying all over the ground that just didn't explode for some reason. It's so like video game logic. It really right? is. Like, yeah, like only this part blew up. <laughs> there is a all really right. funny part where, like, O'Brien's like, I could get some electrical cabling. Again, why is there electricity? But I could get some electrical cabling if I only had my tools. And Cisco rips off a handle from the mine cart and hands yep. it to him. There you go. And he's like, ah, perfect. What? <laughs> <laughs> ah, just what I need. A fucked up piece of metal. A handle with a bolt on it. Sweet. Human ingenuity, baby. <laughs> and uh, back in ops, uh, Dax is like, I got a plan. I'm going to shove my hands into the computer and see yeah. what happens. <laughs> I'm going to wriggle my hands around on these plasma conduits. Well, she, yeah, her actual plan is, uh, I forget. So just, yeah, no, just know I that I said the right one and the, the real plan she had. Yeah, that plan that is totally that one I remember is a good idea in theory. Yeah, but it doesn't work out because a uh, force field pops up and burns her hands. Yeah. Um, Which isn't so, normally what a force field does, but... It's a Cardassian force field. Everything hurts. Yeah, that's true. If it ain't hurting, Everything it ain't working. hurts sometimes. In space. Uh, <laughs> but counterinsurgency program Mark Three fucking acts up. Cool. And uh, Dukat pops up again, and he's like, attention, Bajoran workers, I'm going to fucking flood the entire station's habitat ring with neurocene gas and kill everyone here. Yeah, I don't... I'm like, Cardassians because the people blew up a, like, a perfectly circular hole in a wall, you're going to kill everybody on the fucking ship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's extreme, this, is all I'm this, saying. It's yeah, extreme it's, measures. Don't spare the rod. I think that's on the Cardassian flag. God damn. That in a spoon, but it's like a sickle and hammer spoon? No, it's a spoon with a, uh, a lighter underneath it. Oh, damn. <laughs> I didn't know they got wet. I didn't know they were doing <laughs> H up here. But uh, Garrick shows up and has like a fun little grand entrance. Oh, I love this. Where he uses his valid access code to just walk through. He just walks through the force field. Yeah. And everyone's like, <laughs> what the fuck? 
And Kira's like, all right, we need to use your codes to evacuate people. And Garrick's like, look, the field only stays down as long as I pass through it. Which Yeah, it's for him. When you think about for more than two seconds means that he could evacuate the people. All he needs to do is stand in the doorway. Yeah, I guess, but like they, I think it only goes around him. Here, I'm gonna stick up for this. All right, <laughs> I think it only goes around him, right? Sure, that could be true. Like they'd have to walk through him. Yeah, well, the way they explain it is that he it only it uh, goes turns down, off down. when he passes yeah. through a doorway and then it comes back up, which means yeah, then, he can just stand in it. But then he could just stand that would ruin it, yeah. the purpose of the episode. So I'm fine with that. Which is. Very clear. By the, the purpose end. of the episode <laughs> is to make fun of Dakot for wanting to fuck Kira. <laughs> Dude, this whole thing Who just turns into doesn't a... <laughs> get in line. But uh, he's they're like, oh, uh, you don't have the right security codes to shut all this down, and he's like, no, I have no idea why Dakot wouldn't have given me top level clearance, but I don't mm. have it. Mm-hmm. But he's like, we have to destroy the station's life support systems. Yeah, this is a really great idea. Yeah, and everybody's like, what the fuck? That means no oxygen. And they're like, oh, the gas is going to be released through the life support system. Which, again, Cardassian right. as fuck. That that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. Also, and then... and. Uh, Bashir is like, well, that gives us like twelve hours to figure this yeah, out. Which We're is good. which is a lot more time than three minutes or however yeah. long they have left. And it's a lot better idea than uh, insert Dax's idea, Bernie hands. Yeah, shove hands into fire. Man, it's a good thing she went to burning hands instead of burning man, because they're all stuck over there. <laughs> Current events. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um timeless reference. It's still a good show. It's still a good show. We can still save it. Um, <laughs> we can salvage this. But uh, Kira fucking whips out her piece and fires into the life support yeah. systems, which apparently if you shoot a fucking keyboard up in ops, all life support for the entire fucking station goes down. Seems like a not a great design. No. Right? It seems like if I was a villain, I would want to know that pretty fast. <laughs> but I love how they're just like, uh, yeah, make Kira just shoot it. Yeah, just shoot it with a gun. And then she's like, Doctor, get out of the way. And he just moves over. He moves like two, two feet, feet out of the way. Yeah. And it's like, bro, <laughs> I've seen these things explode. There's dynamite in them. Yeah, this shit is made out of gas and explosives. <laughs> this this kill Consoles kill more Starfleet officers a year than, like, anything else. <laughs> Fucking consoles are made out of solidified crude oil. <laughs> But uh, the counterinsurgency program fucking acts up again. It's like, welcome to stage three, bitch. Now you're... Yeah. You have two hours and then the station will self-destruct, which is giving the fucking Bajoran workers a lot of time to get them, like, off the station. But whatever. Yeah. Well, you know how they are. (laughs) You know how they are. Those filthy fucking humies. Oh, you mean Cardassians? Ridge noses. What? (laughs) Fucking flatheads. Fucking human flatheads. (laughs) Pink skins. Pink skins. Which definitely gets all humans when you say that. (laughs) Yep, yep. I guess to them, though, like, uh, that's a shade of pink? I, I, I don't know, I, don't I guess. Know. What What does the word pink mean to a race of blue people? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
Anyway, since we've got our, our spacism out of the way for the episode, why don't we take yeah. a quick commercial break and we'll be right back after these messages. Definitely no more spacism. Never again. After these messages, we'll be right back. I'm Maud Adams. For natural flavor, I like cot. A lot. Because cot beverages are made with real honest-to-goodness fruit like sweet, juicy oranges, tart lemons and limes, luscious strawberries and raspberries, and succulent grapes. 30 delicious flavors, including diet flavors, non-carbonated flavors, and the best root beer you've ever tasted. All natural, all great. Enjoy the good taste of cot. Natural tastes better, so it's cot to be good. God damn, that went on forever. Anyway, uh... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's not getting edited out either. Well, I'm not. We're not editing. I don't edit this. <laughs> uh, just for like a heads up, he does edit this. Stop messaging me about things that are that need to be edited in it. I don't touch what, it. What needs to be edited in it? They're like, get rid of that other guy. The dude who's like saying welcome to the show and shit. Get him off of here. <laughs> what? what? Edit that Jeff guy off this podcast. Dude, you don't want me just talking. That you'd be sick of that. I would never. I would. So we're back. I'm sick we're, of myself. Damn. We're back with more civil defense. Yeah. And, what happens next? I don't even remember. Uh, <laughs> Ducat's the only person who could shut down the self destruct because he he's the former fucking mangala of the station, right? That's right. And uh, Garrick tries to start hacking. And whacking and smacking into the computer. He fucking hacker man. Hack, yeah, hack, 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 hacker man. Yeah, he fucking acid burns over here. <laughs> Crash override. He sword fishes right into that fucking system. <laughs> yeah, and he's like getting his spoony dick sucked and like he oh, still God. does it. But, uh, they need to confirm that it's uh, Ducod's DNA. And Dax yeah. is like, oh, what we'll do is like do this convoluted ass sensor plan and it'll show his DNA instead of yours and then the computer's like fucking alarm counter insert she's program mark four yep yep and uh a fucking piece directly off of a car engine materializes in the food replicator this is the funniest shit in all of Star Trek it it just starts firing all fucking willy nilly at offs it's dude when Mike Sadoff when Mike Sadoff stayed with me we watched this episode and we were laughing so hard at this we were like ah somebody replicated a phaser turret again like it's (laughs) half life also like a dude literally gets fucking vaporized instantly and people are like joking about it like dude johnson over here gets vaped he's fucking a pile of dust on the goddamn ground we're all breathing in johnson dust he's he is cricket man from story lords he is a pile of dust on the fucking ground and everybody's joking Damn, man. They're standing like tw- like five feet away from his fucking ashy corpse, just like joking <laughs> with each other. They have a corpse. They're no corpse. They have to send like some floor dirt to his family. Yeah, basically. Here, Bury put this in this. your Hoover at home so you always remember him. <laughs> Here, take this vial of Johnson, Mrs. Johnson. Uh, Ducat beams in. He's like, I just got oh, a distress man. call from myself. So I thought I'd come and check it out. He's being such a smug bitch about it the whole time. Dude, this is where you should, like, 
There's so many signs that Ducat is like super evil. Yeah, well, I mean, and, we knew that. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, you kind of think he's like a dingus, right? I, I sort of did when I first saw it. I was like, this guy's just a dick. Like, I don't know, but like, he's just standing. Like, he doesn't even give a shit yeah, about he's standing the fucking right turret. in front of the turret. Yeah, it's just firing yeah, around. It's him. just firing around him. Fucking <laughs> such. It's like a baller move. Really. He really is. He's like big dick swinging right yeah. in front of him, and he's like, "Oh, look what happened here." Yeah, he's being such a smug bitch. He's really fucking fun to watch. Ducat is. He's, he's like the villain you love to hate, right? Yeah. He's chewing it up hard here. And he's like, uh, Kira's like, fucking shut it down. And he's like, all in good time. And he walks over to the replicator and he's like, red leaf tea, please. And then the the turret disappears. (laughs) (laughs) And then he fucking, Bashir starts to reach for the phaser. And he's like, uh uh, uh, doctor. And the fucking turret appears again. And redoes the turret and starts just shooting everywhere again. He fucking starts laughing like a fucking Saturday morning cartoon villain when he sees Garrick behind the desk. Fucking gold gargamel over here. (laughs) Golbra commander. Golbra (laughs) commander. But like, uh, Garrick figures out that the disruptor isn't going to hit a Cardassian, so he stands up and he's like, fuck you! Yeah, he's like, I fucking should have fucked your mom when she was living in that apartment with me. And Goldegard's like, what? What? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Garrick's like, I think your short-sightedness has been what's called, always held you back. Yeah. Your father had the same flaw. Ooh. My dad's only flaw was trusting you. And he's like, but really, at his trial, he said his biggest flaw was his ambition outweighed his patriotism. Mm. And Kira's like, look, I don't give a fuck about any of this. Yeah. Get this fucking Half-Life ass video game turret out of the replicator. <laughs> I'm gonna have PTSD every time I go get a Ractagino because Johnson fucking died from this replicator. I don't give a fuck about Johnson. <laughs> Somebody mentions he died and they're like, who? Wait. Oh right. yeah, right there, that oh, guy. Oh, the guy who is dust. Yeah. Yeah, he sat right there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he's here every morning at 9 p.m. <laughs> then he's up. like, Kira, come with me into Cisco into my former office. And he shuts uh. and like as he's leaving, he's like, Oh, wait. He walks back and turns the turret off. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so good. But uh Cardassian's gonna Cardassian. He wants to bring a military garrison on the station in exchange for turning off the counterinsurgency program that yeah. is going to kill everybody on the station. Yeah. And he Kira's wants the station like, back. Kira's like, I'll tell you what you could do. Suck my ridgy dick. Yeah. She's like, I ain't doing any of this. <laughs> and he's like, well, are you really willing to sacrifice the lives of all 2,000 people in this station because you don't like us? And he pauses yes. before he says us because he's thinking me. Yep. Yep. And so she, Kira's like, uh, yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, I fucking hate you, dog. I fucking hate <laughs> I, your Guts, I drag every single one of these fuckers to the bowels of Bajoran hell just to spite you, bitch. I would kill them all myself if I yep. could just to yep. make you sad. Yep. Dude. But uh, Ducat's like, well, we have plenty of time. About 30 minutes, it seems. So mm. uh, I'll come back. I'm going to beam back over to my ship, and I'll come back when there's about five minutes left. 
Yeah, like a true villain. Yeah, he signals his ship to beam him back, but nothing happens. <laughs> Everybody kind of looks around for a second, and then the station, like, uh, a new fucking... A new guy. A new Carnazzi comes up, and he's like, Ducat, you cowardly you bitch. <laughs> Tried to escape during a riot. Hoisted by my own Picard. Yep. Yep. And he's like, all your access codes have been rescinded, and the countdown can no longer be halted. You're gonna, uh, you're gonna die. So at least try to die like a Cardassian. This is such foreshadowing for what happens. It's like so brilliant. It's it's good writing on the show. Even if every writer on the show touches it, I think that this is an accident. But like, think about Probably, it, right? Yeah, like. Like, this is exactly what happens to Cardassia. They're yeah. like, ha, 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 we're going to team up with the Dominion. We're unstoppable. And then, like, it's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> they get the fucking yep. uh, the carpet pulled out from under yep. him, just like yep. here. Just like here. And Ducat's like, halt the self-destruct. Halt the self-destruct. Halt the self-destruct. He's embarrassed. He's, oh, yeah. And Garrick <laughs> laughs. So they start, like, fucking arguing again, like an old married couple. Kira's like, look, shut the fuck up. How do we yeah. how do we stop this self-destruct process? But uh apparently when countdown gets to zero, the computer will turn on the uh, main reactor stabilizers and will cause a catastrophic overload that'll blow the station up from the inside out. Ah, cool. Like a Death Star. <laughs> but if they can uh turn off the laser fusion initiator manually, then uh they they won't it won't bloat up no more. Yeah, good thing this all makes sense to somebody. Yeah, but the they engineer. they can't get past force fields. Put this in dick language, please, so I can understand it. How many veins is that? <laughs> How throbbing is it? <laughs> but they have no way to get from ops to level thirty four, so they can shut it down. And, of course. Uh, Cisco and O'Brien blow the hatch. They make the perfect circle and they climb out. Good band. But <laughs> perfect circle. <laughs> a perfect circle. <laughs> it's a guy from Tool. It's a good band. What a pull. I <laughs> think uh, somebody from 2006 got that reference. Some time traveler. <laughs> He's doing the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio meme pointing. Oh yeah, oh, I got that. You know that. You know the. One. I know the meme. Um. <laughs> The SpongeBob pointing at his head, poking over the counter in the commercial meme. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But uh, <laughs> there's force fields everywhere, so they can't make it anywhere. They're just fucking stuck. And uh, back in ops, God, this jumps around so fucking. At uh, this much. episode, at this point, you can really start to tell that like yes. seventy eight people wrote this. They yeah. they pull a bunch of wires and they don't stick their hands in Bernie Force Fields this time. And uh, but you have they do the uh, the uh, uh, executive decision like uh, if you've ever seen that movie, which is a great movie. Where I have the the dude gets paralyzed, but he's the guy who disarms the bomb. So they need like this like other dude, like some analyst to disarm the bomb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's got to tell him how to do it. So Kira's getting told how to do it, and Dax is like, "I can't use my burnt up hands." I can't. We have med kits that could heal this. Yeah. Any other episode, but Wait, not this one. <laughs> where's the emergency med kit? Well, the, Kira brings him on one, but he doesn't fucking. He like barely helps her, and he's like, well, "That's all I can do." What? What? <laughs> what? But what? They get communications going, and they call Cisco, and they're like, "Well, we need to uh, disable the reactor's initiator." 
And he's like, all right, well, we need to evacuate the station. Me and O'Brien are going to go shut down the reactor. Jake, go fuck yourself somewhere. You can't come. Yeah, go fit in a tube somewhere and do what your dad <laughs> says. That's what O'Brien says. But Jake is like, no, I'm going with you. And I'm a man now. I fit in my first tube today. <laughs> We all remember our first tube, don't we, fellas? I think we all remember our first tube we fit in. But uh, Jake refuses. He's going to go with him. He's like, I'm six foot eight. I can help. Uh, and we go back to Odo and Quark for like the first time in the fucking yeah. episode. Yeah. What a waste trapping them in a room together well, and they don't do anything. There's so many like things happen, right? Like, there's like. Yeah. Like, everyone's on ops, which makes sense, because they're all doing their job, right? But, like, then they were like, well, we need, like, another thing. And, like, the uh, the Odo and Quark the, uh, together bit is great. But you're right, it's wasted, like, crazy. Yeah, they don't do much. Like, the yeah. Odo figures out that the Cardassians didn't trust him. Like, when a full lockdown happens, yeah. they lock him in his office, and they were just going to leave him for dead. Yeah, and, and, and Quark is like, well, that's probably because they knew you were an honorable man. Right? And now your integrity's got to get us killed. Yeah, and Quark's just shooting the door with a phaser. Yeah, <laughs> just endlessly. I love that Odo takes it and he's like, stop it, you're going to hurt yourself. He grabs it. I'd be like, careful, dude. You touch that yeah. fucking beam, you're going to get vaporized, dude. Yeah. That would suck. <laughs> um... There's six minutes left until the fusion reactor overloads. And uh, Cisco and O'Brien and Jake are like running around the corridors trying to get to the control junction. But they find out that even though we can only see about five feet of debris, there's debris that goes uh, all the way down the corridor to the end. You just can't see it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. It's there, though. <laughs> we we definitely, prop department did that. We didn't put, like, a painting of it behind it or anything. You can definitely yeah. see past it, but don't think about it too much. <laughs> yeah, it's real. Wink. But uh, they go into a maintenance conduit. It's full of fire. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is where fire. they store all their fire. This is. <laughs> I like how they're like, it's hot. And it's like, oh, that's, yeah, well, that's yeah. a good sign. That Yeah, I'm sure opening this is going to be perfectly fine. Should we use our hands or should we just get Dax to do it? I love, <laughs> I love that O'Brien's like, see for yourself. Like, it, There's a shot of it, yeah. yeah. If I was Cisco, I'd have been like, why didn't you just tell me it was full of fire? What yeah, I believe, I believe you. Yeah. Can you just tell me? Yeah. But they uh, they fucking apparently have, like, pull-away sleeves on their uniforms. Because they rip off so easy. Dude. It's just so funny. Clothing in the future just does whatever you want it to. Yeah, if you, you just, like, if you think about wish it, it to yeah. rip, it does. Yeah. Which is why Kirk's outfit rips all the time, but no one else's does. Yeah, it's called the wish it and rip it tech. <laughs> That's the brand. Garrick but, made it. Yeah, he, they like tug very slightly on the sleeves, and it's like rip, like right off. They put it on their hands so that they can crawl on the hot metal, which would only mm. work uh, for about two seconds if you know anything about heat. But whatever. Yeah, like hot stuff is hot. Like it does not be hot because you put something on your hand. Like it's yeah. O'Brien. Is it made out of asbestos, your uniform? Because that would be not good. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, Cisco walks, like, crawls all the way through the, con the conduit and, like, nothing ever happens to him, but O'Brien yeah. gets exploded, like, a hundred times in a row. <laughs> it's because O'Brien, dude. <laughs> Secretly, Keiko's, like, like, like in, fucking... her, in their quarters, like, 
playing a video game of yeah. <laughs> blowing up her husband. It's like it's like a fucking Mario and Luigi gag. Mario yeah. crawls through perfectly fine. Luigi yeah. gets blown up nine hundred times on the way. <laughs> But O'Brien gets knocked out, and Jake disobeys his orders, crawls in, and pulls O'Brien's big ass out the maintenance corridor. Saves his damn ass life, dude. And O'Brien has the gall, the unmitigated gall, to be like, yeah. didn't your dad say not to go in there? He just saved your life, dummy. I'd be like, hey, Mr. O'Brien, uh, I know you want to die because your life is terrible because <laughs> Keiko's such a bitch, Jeez. but maybe get off my fucking nuts, dog. <laughs> Uh, I like Keiko. I uh, I do too. I'd be like, you know what? Bashir doesn't like you because you're a dickhead. Uh, this article completely <laughs> skips over my favorite part of the episode. It was a little earlier when, uh, like, uh, Ducat is like talking about how he's like the he was the number one on the station and his yeah, codes yeah. could do whatever. And yeah, and Garrick's like, oh fucking please. He's like, what are you yeah. talking about? He's like. Uh, Kira isn't going to fall for your posturing. posturing. And he, he goes, Garrick! <laughs> Up, it's time to mow the lawn. <laughs> it's Tuesday! It's every day. <laughs> Dude, yeah, like, I, I love that, like, only Cardassians know what Cardassian flirting looks like. Cardassian <laughs> like, flirting is like, I have so many codes. Yeah, it's pretty much just puffing your chest out, being like, look how important I am. I got so many codes in different area codes. Cardassian <laughs> flirting for females is, I am very fertile. I love, dude, I yeah, also... I am going to tell you what the fuck to do, and like gonna, any queen of a lizard colony. You're gonna fucking deal with it. Yep. Yep. But uh, Cisco pulls out a bunch of data rods and puts them in different spots, which is how you fix computers in the future. Yep. Just, and yep. The, put the RAM in again. Reseat the RAM. The fusion uh, reactor overload explodes out into the shields, which hold for the first time in Shield history, and Deep Space Nine is out of danger. Oh, thank God. That was so close. Good thing we uh, opened up that uh, Kylie Minogue nude uh, <laughs> <laughs> My Chemical Romance Black Parade uh, Zelda 2. <laughs> Zelda 2 2. Dot exe. <laughs> oh, shit. They made a sequel. Oh, shit. <laughs> but uh, we don't see any of the aftermath of this, really. It just cuts to Odo's office opening, and uh, he just, like, shits on Quark for being a terrible Ferengi. Yeah. He's like, I lied. I was being nice when I said you were duplicitous. And, yeah. Yeah, he's like, the, who's more duplicitous than me? And he's like, Grand Nagus. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, who else? Who else? That doesn't count. He's like, your brother Rom? And he goes, my yeah. brother. <laughs> Which is really fucking funny. Moogie. Moogie <laughs> is definitely more duplicitous. Yeah, she fucking changes the whole society, dude. Um, I tell you what, that's the end of the episode, but I'm going to get into a little bit of behind-the-scenes information. Yeah, let me hear about these fun facts. Uh, this, uh, According to background information on the Memory Alpha, this episode had an extremely difficult writing period, as we've talked about a little bit before. Uh, Iris Stephen Bear went on record saying it was one of those backbreaking, horrible, horrible experiences. Although oh by God. the end of the episode, it was terrific. He says, "I disagree, but all right." I mean, this episode 
feels like it's a season one or a season two episode. So yes. they must have sat on this for a while. Because they have the Defiant at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we in the station? Like, what's... Yeah. Uh, this episode, of course, marks the first time that Ducat gets to be more of a straight-up standard villain instead of yeah. just a guy who used to live here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I used to live here. You're gonna die here, you know? <laughs> Uh, apparently, this is the episode that clicked and made uh, Bo Yun Kim fall in love with this series. Bo Yun Kim being uh, the writer and producer who created, who worked on the first three seasons of Discovery, so that might tell you something. Oh, God. <laughs> at, at least season two of Discovery is good because it's like season zero of Strange New Worlds. I guess that's true. That's the only reason it's good. Season one. Nah. Uh, this is, of course, the first episode to mention Quark's cousin who owns the moon, Gala. Gala. Uh, I said that fucker. I said Galen. I said the wrong thing. Uh, is that a, that sounds really familiar? Galen Merrick. Oh, okay. That's why. You know who that fucking is in the new show, though. You know it. That's gotta be him. You man. know it. Dude, there's, like, so many articles being written. If it's not him, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, people are going to be pretty upset. That's what the article that I saw was like, if it's not him, people are going to be pissed. If it is him and he's not overpowered, people are going to be really pissed. (laughs) That's very true. Star Wars fans are fucking bitches. Yeah. Like there's no there's no like way that you're gonna make everybody happy. There's because yeah. people are so opinionated about that series. People that are like Reddit. Reddit's just a horrible nightmare, yes, right? It is. It's it's just a, a a zone of hell, and people are like, "Well, spoilers. Sabine got stabbed. Why didn't she live?" And it's like, guys. Because it it's, was fucking written that way. It's just ass. a story. Yeah, it's just part of the story. Jesus. Fucking people. Hell, the man. thing that like always drives me fucking nuts, right, is when people are like, I don't like in video games that lightsabers hit stuff and don't kill it in one hit. That would be the most boring fucking video game in history. They, they kind of do. Like, I mean, they kind of do. Like in in Fallen Order, like you can like regular stormtroopers just die, like they yeah. just get fucking killed. They what they want is the lightsaber. As soon as it hits something, it kills it every single time, and that's boring as fuck. Like that's a tech demo. That's not yeah, a that's, whole game. Yeah, that yeah, it's a it's a video it's a video game. Like it has other mechanics, right? And like. There's a real simple way to piss all those people off and make their argument completely invalid, which is just be like, oh, they're all wearing Beskar. <laughs> it used to be called uh, Cortosis. Yeah, the Cortosis wave. The Yeah, that, and um, I guess like kind of like it was retconned in, like again, our lord and savior Dave Filoni. <laughs> uh, the, nobody dick rides Dave Filoni. Quite I like loved Josh Henderson. Him. He deserves. I'll fucking suck my. I'll suck his dick with my butt, dude. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess like the uh, the monster, the Zillow Beast, has cortosis, so it's still a thing. Yeah, well, cortosis and Beskar are, are technically different. They're different things. Yeah, like cortosis different. is like in the weaponry. 
That's meant no, to be able the... to oppose lightsabers. Oh, right, like a vibroblade has yeah. that. Yeah. But they also but it can make also armor be an armor and stuff. Yeah. But like it's it's not like it's more widespread. Like Beskar is specifically super rare and only Mandalorians can have yeah, it. Yeah, they can only like, but like uh, smelt it. Right? Yeah, just have everybody have Cortosis weave. Yeah. <laughs> And they yeah, would be so mad at that, but what can they argue no, about? No, people it? would be yeah, people would be so mad. It doesn't matter what you do, man. People are just so pissed. Yeah. It's it, but like, what about uh, Ahsoka? Uh. That's a good question. What about her? <laughs> what about her? If you're wondering why we're so off topic, uh we're like I don't even know, less than an hour into this episode, and we've already talked about everything there is to talk about this episode. This episode is like uh, look. It's not bad, but... No. It's not great. I mean, there are parts of the episode that are really, like, they go above and beyond the rest of the episode. They sort of stand head and shoulders. Like, Dukat arriving, that whole scene is gold. Yeah, the the Dukat stuff is great. You get a little bit of uh, Garrick, which is always great. Garrick's always welcome, absolutely. Um, I kind of think that, like, if this episode were to be rewritten, that I would write it, like... Just in ops. That's probably you know? good. Like, the whole... Um, I feel like too much time is spent with uh, O'Brien, Cisco, and Jake yeah. trying to figure things out. Like, they I understand don't... that's sort of the purpose of the show, but we should be following ops trying to figure out how to save the station, not the escape room off I-74. Yeah, has there been like a horror movie where they go into an escape room off of I seventy four and it's like a horrible murder? Oh, absolutely. Escape room? There's absolutely. gotta be right. There's probably a movie called Escape Room. Escape Room? That. Is there? Yeah. Let's find out. There probably is. Probably escape right. Room movie. Escape <laughs> Room? Do you mean Escape Room 2017, 2019, uh, or twenty twenty one? Well, my ideas are going straight into the, the trash. <laughs> Damn. Starring uh, Zoe Davis, Ben Miller, Amanda Harper, Jason Walker, and more. We know who those guys are. My favorite cast of characters. Those are actors that I know. I feel like I'm slowly becoming an old man. Well, uh, guess what? (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, faster than what would be normal, let's say. Because um, of actors, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know most actors these days. Like, well, they, I feel like, like again, this is crazy. I feel like there's actors that are like still A-listers, right? That yeah. we like, we know who they are. Well, like the big name A-listers, like the youngest of them are like in their fifties at this point. Yeah, but I feel I feel like there's like a sub tier of A-listers that aren't quite A-listers, but young people think they're important. Like this is the oldest person thing I've ever said, True. right? I but mean, like, you got your Timothy Shalama Lama Ding Dongs. Yeah, yeah. You got your Zendaya. You got Zendaya. Your, yeah, I'd say Zendaya. Z- Zazzy like, Beats. They're up there. Yeah. yeah, but there's ones that are like on things that are like, again, like kids think it's like a good thing, but really you're like, this is not a real. This is like a C list. Mean like Riverdale. Like River, exactly. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I couldn't name any of the actors on Riverdale. I do follow the TikTok account of the three main girls. Yeah, they're funny. That's that's called. Uh, uh, it's just blonde, their hair color. Yeah, blonde Red. brunette, redhead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
It's they're funny as hell on there. They did the Powerpuff Girls thing for Halloween. Oh, that's great. They were because they're all the same color hat, right? It's yeah. the same thing. Oh, I just got a, a textual message. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh fuck! It's ninety nine degrees outside right now. Oh my god! <laughs> Are you fucking hell? serious? Jesus. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Oh, my keyboard doesn't work again. Cool. Oh, God. Yeah, Columbia, Maryland right now is fucking 99 degrees. Fun. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, dude. Super fun. Are we doing a Star Trek podcast? <laughs> uh, sort of. Like I said, there's nothing to say about this episode. Like, yeah, we normally do three parts, and there's no fucking chance of that this time. We are on yeah. like part two, the last part of the episode. Yeah, let's just do the rating. Let's just do it. Fuck uh, it. I don't even think we have an email that I can fill time with at this t- at this point. Honestly, damn man, I think we're uh, we're good and fucked on this one. It's Labor Day for us, right? We yeah, we should have just stayed home. Today, Labor Day is Labor Day. <laughs> Is that from something? Yeah, it's from uh, Homestar Runner. Oh, that's right. I didn't Fucking know that. classic. Yeah, we'll do yeah. the ratings. Uh, we'll wheel out the patented Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality, which uh, is just a 1 to 10 scale. Like, you fucking figure it out. Yeah, um, I don't know why we even made a like a wheel out thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why we did that. Production value. <laughs> we had 50 bucks to spend. Uh, Josh, what did you, what do you give this episode? Uh, I'm gonna give this like a seven, because it's still Deep Space Nine. <laughs> yeah, and you, I mean, and it's got some great parts in it too. I didn't hate it. Yeah. I didn't, like. I really wasn't like this is bad. I don't like it. I just think it it goes on a little bit, and I the only thing that saves it is is Ducat, right? Yeah. If there was no Ducat, this would suck. Oh, so yeah, I've, if they just, like, fucking techno-babbled yeah. around for all the time Ducat should have been there to figure shit out, that would be awful. Ducat fucking standing in front of the Half-Life turret and it's just shooting around That's him so is worth, funny. worth the price of admission, so man. He's, he, he's chewing the scenery as Dude, hard as he can, too. He it's slowly so walks toward that railing and he just leans on it. And oh, it's like, man, it's damn, so good. this guy's evil as shit. So I'm going to give it a seven. Like, I wouldn't... I don't hate this episode. I I, I kind of like it in a way, but I don't. It's just long. It's just yeah. really long. It, it's it's for how long it is. Not much happens. In yeah. It either yeah. like we got through it in like forty minutes talking about it. Yeah. And it's also all just going them off doing, topic a million times. <laughs> yeah, it's all just them doing like in in world shit, right? Yeah, it's like, a bottle episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to preface my score. Oh boy, <laughs> as 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 the the one to ten scale rating has been broken irrevocably by like video game review sites. Six, try it. Where like if you if you get an eight, you failed. Yep. You're like yep. a terrible game if you get an eight. Six, try it. I'm telling you, so um, that's where that started. <laughs> yeah, like five is okay. That's literally middle of the road. The yeah, absolute okayest of okay. Yeah. Is five. Um, I if it wasn't for Gold Ducat, I would give this episode a five. Yeah, because it is very middle of the road. I'm giving it a six. Yeah, that's totally fair. It is a it is above average. Yeah, and for a Deep Space Nine episode, it's it's not great. Like no, there's better ones. 
Yeah, exactly. I think uh, I'm applying the cur- the grading curve to Deep Space Nine. Like, uh, there are so many amazing episodes of Deep Space Nine. Yeah, the curve is it, hurting itself. Yeah, it kind of it kind of drops this episode down. Like, yeah. I understand giving it a seven. Um, I think when I was talking to you and Rich a little bit earlier, like I I sort of discovered that we have like slightly different ideas about like how entertaining the episode is for the most part. Yeah, not, not wildly different, but like. A point different, let's say. <laughs> like, yeah, like, if there was some kind of scale that we were to wheel out every yeah. time. Let's say, theoretically, one point yeah. of difference, in opinion. <laughs> one theoretical point, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to give it a six. Um, the overall episode, again, would have been a five without Gold Ducat showing up. There's the... I hate how wasted Odo and Quark are. And they're all the scene. Like, again, I think they're an incredible comedic duo. Yeah. They work, like, super well together. Um, There needed to be a problem with the two of them that they solve together, right? Sure. In spite of themselves. That could have been great. Honestly, like, if you just to use them as, like, comedic relief would have been great. And, I mean, they do, like, the barest minimum of that but this episode is sort of overstuffed and i think the culprit of how overstuffed it is is the cisco jake and o'brien parts yeah the, they go that... on for too long every one of them does well cisco should have been in ops with o'brien jake doesn't need to be in this i'm sorry no. jake i mean but like you can trap them as well and have it be like a kira centric episode which this isn't like she's in charge and she barely does anything in the whole episode yeah, they don't use her well which like i think you could have cisco be in ops and then have ducat be like major kira could you come with me that's like true. still do that like that's fucked up right yeah like and then going you could, over like pretending yeah. to go over cisco's head yeah and like you then have Cisco have... again get hit with a frying pan. Forget how to be captain. <laughs> like last episode, with a frying pan. He slipped on a banana peel and hit his head. And he forgot how to be captain. Yeah, and he wanted to hear bedtime stories. Yeah, tell me a story, <laughs> Captain. You have to not go to sleep, so I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. <laughs> He's pulling his covers up like me, fluffing his little pillow on the couch. couch. Hope I don't go to sleep. (laughs) Boy, I hope I don't fall asleep. That's me every night. Boy, I hope I don't fall asleep and never wake up. Oh, God. (laughs) This has been the Josh Henderson Cry for Hell. Sponsored by (laughs) Black.com. Get your dopamine hit by watching big dicks go into little holes. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. This episode, like, I, I felt disappointed a little bit watching this episode because I remembered the Gold Ducat portions. Yeah. And I expected it to be a little better because of my memory of it. I feel like that might be why I'm scoring it a little low. I was so confused because, again, before the episode started, I was telling you, Jeff, that I thought we were going to watch the episode where they go into that Jem'Hadar crash ship and they're, the ch- there's a changeling is mm-hmm. in it. I thought it was gonna be that one, and I, I was like, "That oh, one's so good." So you thought that, like, in every other like episode yeah. collection we've ever done, we would be going forward in time when we go to the next episode and not jumping back a season? Yeah, we we jumped back a season, and I was like, "Wait, but this this is this is a badder episode." <laughs> <laughs> this yes, yes, good. it is. 
Uh, again, <laughs> it's not a bad episode. No. Uh, it's like a, a six is above average. Um, yeah, there's plenty of episodes I'd rather watch. Yes. Um, again, I do not understand why Rich Masters put a season four episode and then a season three episode afterwards. He's gonna say, I'll, I'll be, uh, I'll channel him. Sure. It's big holes, governor. Mm-hmm. He's here. I feel it. It's comic relief, you see. <laughs> all right, all right. It is, it is. Isn't it? Isn't it? It's, com- <laughs> it's comic relief, isn't it? Isn't it? Fucker. Um... <laughs> <laughs> like and he thinks that that part's really funny, and I also like, yeah, I think it's super funny too. I do, I do but too. I don't know if I'd put it on a fucking like list of show like ones we have to watch. I mean, uh, to be fair, like he could do whatever he wants. He could do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, also, to be fair, he's this is like the first time we've been able to make fun of anything he's done in a collection. I know he's, he's been, gonna <laughs> yeah he's gonna get this he's gonna get it hard today because he's been oh he gets it hard from us all the time yeah but he's been <laughs> like also he, we've been coddling him like a lot oh I do love to coddle <laughs> dot coddle I, I love the coddle dot com <laughs> I bet that's a porno website <laughs> I'm not gonna check because you know. <laughs> uh, I'll check. I guess. Do it. Coddle. Oh, my keyboard doesn't work. Oh yeah, well that's the problem, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look. Uh, I wish this episode was longer too. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> nah, it's all right. It's over an hour. We're good. Uh, M Class Podcast is brought to you by uh li- listeners like you. Over yeah. at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Where for as little as a dollar you get behind the scenes posts, wallpapers of every episode, art. And uh, for a little bit more money, you get other podcasts we do. You get a lot of cool stuff. I think it's totally worth it to become a patron. Especially because that's the only money I'm making right now. Yay! So, please help me. I mean, become yeah. a patron today. We appreciate you all, and thank you so much for all of your patronage. It's uh, yes. it means a lot to us. Yes, it does. We it love it you. means that like you really do love what we're doing, and it's sort of the drive that keeps us making more. Because I mean, yeah, we I have hope. fun doing it, but it's good to know someone else gives a shit. You know? Yeah, I hope it comes through that we do like doing this. I mean, I oh yeah. I look forward to to doing this, honestly. Yeah, we get to talk about Star Trek and make jokes, and people get to hear it. That's great, right? Like, we would just do this anyway, honestly. We we sit around talking about Star Trek anyway, so... Yeah. And we get to make fun of Rich, because he's English. It's true. We live on the wrong side of the pond, dum-dum. He's been here. Didn't he come here and see how free and amazing (laughs) we we are? He, uh, He drove Route 66. I never even. That's where he that. got his kicks. I heard. <laughs> oh my god, that's a pull yes. nobody's gonna get. No, not unless you're 50 million years old <laughs> like me. You're pushing 40. <laughs> the uh, oh, I'm pushing it. Um, yeah, you I'm are. not pushing it yet. Everybody, push it real good. Push it real good. That's a great song. That is a great song. Um, 
Speaking of great songs, yeah. g- great segue, Josh. Thanks, I did that on purpose. Speaking of great songs, I would like to thank Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our theme song, uh, Cool Eats Hot Treats, over at vitizen.card.co. C-A-R-R-D.co. Uh, I went to a Vitizen show recently with his uh, with his sweet-ass band, Santosha. I got a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, they're really good. Like, they're so good. They fucking rule. Their mm-hmm. show was awesome. And then we went out to eat afterwards, and it was fucking killer. I was in Philly, and I wasn't doing any of this fun stuff. No. Josh was supposed to come, but he said he hated uh, both me and Greg. So I did. Come. That's what I said. <laughs> Definitely. I was like, you know what? I would go, but you guys are there, so fuck that. Yeah. Is there any chance in neither of you would be there? Because then maybe I'd go. <laughs> Is there any chance Greg's band would play without him? <laughs> no, but Santosha fucking rolled live, and they roll on uh, Spotify, they roll on iTunes, and yeah. so does... Everything Vitizen does is dope as fuck. He did the uh, new theme song for season two of Story Lords, our other podcast, as well. Yeah, it's great. And it fucking rules. Um, it's Yeah, it's very, like, uh, 80s. I love it. It's like a Saturday morning cartoon show opening, and it fits the theme of the podcast so well. Although we're kind of all, all over the place with whether it's a book or a TV show or a podcast. That's because we're old and we don't know what a podcast is. What's a, so what is it you do? Yeah, exactly. What is, what is a what is YouTube? What is is that on what television? A, can, explain explain to me what it is that you do. Is it is it, what channel is that? Yeah, is, is that, that ch- on is that on internet? <laughs> Uh, I I love uh, I've started giving up I used to put on my um, when it, I had to fill out a form and it said occupation I used to put graphic designer mm-hmm. even though I don't think I've ever had a job where I was technically the graphic designer I think I've always had a different title yeah um, and I stopped doing that because I'm not a fucking graphic designer anymore I haven't done that in years and I just yeah. put artist for artist. the first time and uh, if you're an artist, don't do that because they will not let you get away with not talking about that to you every fucking time. Yeah, you time. have to explain to to people in stupid simpleton terms, yeah. and you have to use different words to trick their brain into thinking that what you do is a real thing. Yeah, even much. though what everybody does is a real thing. Like you were put, I'm gonna go off. Go, you go were put off, on this queen. planet to exist. <laughs> you don't have to fucking do shit for anyone. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck that. I I have a little motto that I stole from a song by Alabama. <laughs> okay. It's uh it's from their song uh I'm in a hurry and yeah. it's all I really got to do is live and die. That's right. Yep. I say that all the fucking time. Yep. It's a great little uh motto to make me not worry about having to do shit. Nothing'll piss a boomer off more than that shit though. This is true. But like I wrote down artist, and, like, I had to explain to uh, the fucking receptionist, the nurse, and the doctor what yes, I do for a because they need, they need to know what it is. Like, I gave it to the receptionist, and she literally, her eye went straight to it. Like, that's what she was looking for. And she went, artist? Oh, how do you make a living doing that? And I was like, oh, like, I, I do commission work for people, and, like, I, I work on, like, projects and stuff as, like, uh concept design and stuff and she's like oh i don't really know what that is 
to me I, to me that's like being like oh i see you're a woman uh how do you how, how does how does how do you deal with that i was like she said i don't really know what that is and i went uh-huh yep and then i went back and sat down yeah. and then the nurse saw artist and was like oh i didn't know you could make a living doing that these days oh my god and i went well uh, you know i do my best and yep. then the doctor came in and he was like artist like what kind of artist and I was like, oh, uh, mostly like, tasteful nudes. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, pornography. I take pictures of people's buttholes and I send them out as uh, blackmail cards. <laughs> <laughs> send them out as blackmail. Yeah. No, I uh, I was like, oh, like uh, I'm an illustrator. And he's like, oh, what does that mean? And I was okay, like, are you an illustrate- aren't you a doctor? <laughs> This is dude. This is exactly where I'd be like, okay, well, the word illustrate means draw. I was like, yeah, I draw, like I, I paint, I like draw and paint illustrations yeah. for things like concept art, like commission yeah. work, books, like that type of stuff. Like I do comic books as well, and he was like, oh, comic books, like that's the only thing that fucking registered. Like you know, <laughs> like you know, on a book like for children, it says illustrated by. That's like the yeah. first thing they teach you in first grade about books. They say, okay, look, this is says written by, this is the person who wrote the words. <laughs> and then illustrated it's by the is the pictures. It. These are the pictures in the book. And then he was like, all right, whatever. Uh, can't help you with your problem. Bye-bye. It's kind of like how there's some people who are good doctors and then some people who are bad doctors. I'd like to meet one of these good doctors because I've heard they're good. They are. Yeah. The last fucking few times I've had to go to the doctor, like I went for my knee being fucked up and they were like, how about some physical therapy? And I was like, okay. And I went to physical therapy and they were like, why are you here? You have full range of motion. I had a, a... which is also what happened when I went for my shoulder a week or so ago. They were like, you're, they fucking, we talked about this on Storylords. They fucking complimented me on my range of motion. Like, Pop Pop's arm still goes all the way around. You did so good, Pop Pop. They were like, wow, like, you have a lot of range of motion. And, like, at the time, I was like, all right, thanks. But then later, I was like, oh, they were, they they thought I was old. All right. No, I think they probably meant, like, why are you here? It's probably, probably that, that's what I would think. Probably. Why didn't they just give you drugs for this? Is what like, I was here. All I've wondered this whole time is like, if my shoulder is slightly out of place, shouldn't you just pop it back in? Isn't that what you do? You have to do it like they do in the movies and bite on like a piece of wood and then have like your grizzled friend do it for yeah. you. So I'll I'll do it for Thank you. Thank you. You're the my most grizzled friend. I I'm appreci- pretty grizzled. <laughs> I do appreciate that. I had a nurse practitioner last time I went, and on the wall was like, uh, a, like a chart that said like banana, apple. Oh my god! Did you go like, a pediatrician? <laughs> so it's like I was like, hey, what's that about? And she was, she was like, I think she was younger than I was, and she was like, oh, it's for like we do pediatric stuff here too. And I was like, oh, I thought it was for like old people with dementia. <laughs> and she was like. I never even thought of that. And I was like, well, now you, now you know. Now that you know how it works is. up here. Yeah. Yep. In my <laughs> fucked up brain. But society man. doesn't know what to do with me. Me and society don't get along. <laughs> Dude, that's why we get along so well. Because society also doesn't know what to do with me. I am, uh, I'm basically the Joker. Um, Look, we live in a society, <laughs> and why so serious? 
<laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> From living in a world. <laughs> living in a society. <laughs> I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> okay, puddin'. <laughs> That'd be a great Halloween costume. If we Except if you I would were the have Joker. to dress as the fucking Joker. I, am I am I gonna be her? We'll both <laughs> be Harley Quinn. We'll be each life. other's Harley Quinns. You could be the old Harley Quinn, and I'll be like the tits out new Harley Quinn. <laughs> uh, sexy. They fucking show her tits in that show a lot, but they blank out the nipples. I guess. Well, that's they blank know. out the pee hole on the dick, so you you don't have to see it. Yeah, but but be that's... scandalized. <laughs> Good thing we didn't see his pee hole. That would have been a real scandal. We saw some real fucked up shit with an octopus, but we didn't see a pee hole. <laughs> so it's fine. This is all on the new Harley Quinn show, everybody. Yeah. Go watch. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I think we've made it to normal episode length, just bullshitting around. Yeah, they got like a free mini shoot the shit Pretty about much. doctors and, and pee holes. Uh, you can find anything, any sort of information you have, uh, questions about about the podcast at mclasspodcast.com. And uh, over on there you'll find uh, like links to the, we got a couple shirts in the merch store. I don't think what, we fucking sold a one in like two years or something. Buy some shirts! But uh, we uh, have like a list of every episode that we've covered on the show. Um, and links to all of them there. Uh, it's a it's a fucking smorgasbord. Go check it out. It's a smorgasbord. Ah, oh, fucking genius. You ready to do the show now? We can start. Assimilate your money into my pocket. <laughs> Give us your gold press latinum so that we can eat it and store it in our second stomachs. <laughs> Not that's... That's a good one. Uh, thank you for tuning in, everybody. We will be back in a couple weeks with another episode of M Class Podcast. Uh, until then, I I don't know how to end this show. I never made a sign off. So see ya. Yep, nailed it. Bye bye. <laughs>
I'm mentally ill. Trip with your boy.